week, we've been hearing about the case where charges have been laid against RCMP officers in Prince George in relation to the death of Dale Culver. It's a horrifying case. If you've read about it, you know that. And one of the concerns is what took so long? Mr. Culver was killed five years ago. Charges were laid last week. Why that long delay? Well, the Independent Investigations Office knows why. They say it's because they need help. They need more resources. And joining us now to talk more about that is the head of the Independent Investigations Office, the Chief Civilian Director, Ronald McDonald. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yes, good morning, Cindy. So you're speaking out about this. Is that because of what everybody was saying about the Culver case? Well, yes, I was asked questions as to why it took that long. And there were two components to that. One was the amount of time it took for us to complete our investigation, which we referred to the Crown in final form in 2020. And then there's the time that it took for the Crown to make a decision on whether to approve charges. I can't really speak to that aspect of it. But I can say that the time it took for us to complete our work, and in addition, the time it took for us to complete additional work that um, and, and, to and, and to and fro with the Crown over the period of time they had to file is directly related to the fact that our resourcing is uh, very challenged right now. And what does that mean? Well, when I first got here in 2017, the IIO had a caseload that was uh, about uh, averaged around 120 cases a year, and now we're averaging over 200 cases a year over the last three to four years. So in other words, our Our caseload has almost doubled. Uh, Our frontline investigator complement right now is set at 30. Um, But we have real issues with our compensation structure. For example, our uh, base pay is about 15% below competitive positions, and we don't pay overtime. These are people who get called out at all hours of the day and night to go to all places of the province to investigate cases. We We can't pay them overtime under the current structure under the Public Service Uh, Act. Um, So as a result of that, we have lost a lot of people. And right now, um, even though our current complement is 30, we only have 19 investigators. Our our complement should be more like 36 to deal with our current caseload. So really, in some ways, we're at at half strength. Okay, so how do you get that changed then? Like, what is the process? Like, how is this office set up? Well, the process is for me to make representations to government to convince them to do primarily two things. Um, One, change our compensation structure to make it a compensation structure that's more in line with competitive positions. So much more like police agencies and other uh, private groups that use, utilize investigators, professional associations, for example. Um, it, It requires as well an influx of cash to allow us to hire more people and to pay them competitive wages so that we can get them. And thirdly, it requires... Um, a decision to uh, pay overtime. And then also, I guess, fourthly, what we need to do is broaden the pool of people eligible to apply. Right now, for example, we can't hire anybody who's worked as a, a very experienced investigator as a police officer in BC in the last five years. And that really limits the pool of available candidates for the work. All of these various factors have gone into mean that we have never been fully staffed at 30. We either can't hire enough people to stay or people leave. I've had people leave who go to other places with much better working conditions and no overtime for the same or more money. So we're, we're really challenged. Why the increase in cases, do you think? I mean, that's a pretty dramatic number. Yes, it is. And, you know, I've been asked that many times in addition to having uh, almost twice as many cases. Um, this year, for example, our officer-involved shootings have uh, tripled. Um, in fact, a little more than triple. Their average uh, for our fiscal year is really seven officer-involved shootings. This year, we're, right now, we're already at 23. We have a, a month or so to go in our fiscal year. 
Um, I can't really explain that. Um, some would suggest, I suppose, that it's a fallout from the pandemic, um, that uh, mental health issues certainly play a role in many of those cases, if not most or all of them. Um, so that may be related as there is uh, at least anecdotal evidence that uh, mental health issues are increased uh, following the pandemic. So I really don't have a specific answer. I can say, for example, however, that in most of those cases, um, there is a weapon involved. And in many of those cases, that weapon is a firearm, which is has quite unusual. So what leads people to pull guns on police? I don't really know. What has it been like, though, dealing, I know it's been challenging in the beginning, just trying to get information from some police forces. Has that improved? Is there more understanding on the part of different police departments now about your role? Yes, indeed. That's one of the things that we're facing, that was facing the IIO when I first arrived uh, in 2017. And there was some some issues about cooperation or uh, police following or uh, abiding by the duty to cooperate under the Police Act. Uh, as a result of that, we went to court. There was a court decision from our Court of Appeal that made it very clear that the IIO determines what that duty to cooperate means. We published guidelines. And now I can say that for the most part, cooperation from police is not an issue. There's always some issues that we need to address and talk about, but that's uh, that's normal. Um, and um, so that wasn't an issue in this case. Well, it's good. So what about technical expertise? I know that in some in this case, too, you, you there was a lot of information you had to wade through. Absolutely. So one of our real challenges, for example, is hiring uh, persons to do our forensic scene analysis. And that's a skill that is rarely developed anywhere other than in police agencies. So that's always been a challenge for us. We were fortunate. We did have a two-year window from 2019 to 21 that allowed us to hire persons who had worked as police officers in the last five years in BC. Um, And we were able to hire some, but we actually, we only hired four. We had at least another seven who turned down our offers because we weren't competitive enough. So that shows you the challenge of our compensation structure. But we were able to hire some, and um, that's where we get our forensic uh, experience uh, primarily. Are you hopeful, though, that by coming out and talking about this publicly that perhaps government or the people who need to are listening? Well, I'm certainly hopeful. I mean, I certainly have been making representations to government now for quite some time, um, some years, um, in particular this last year, um, a concentrated effort uh, to this point, um, my my what i haven't i don't have a final answer what i've been hearing hasn't encouraged me i'm uh, the reason i've come out to talk about it is well mainly because people asked last week why did that take so long and they deserved an answer so i want to be truthful with them um, but in addition this is a real problem for my investigators they're under a tremendous amount of stress i'm i'm very worried about them i'm worried that more will leave um, and I guess primarily I'm worried about the fact that the IIO might not be able to function if we don't solve this problem, because if more leave, we're not going to be able to respond to cases. And that's something that must be avoided. And do you feel that's coming if things continue on the way this is? It's a definite possibility. Absolutely. Listen, thank you very much for your time this morning. We appreciate that. Okay, take care. Thank you very much for calling. And for your honesty on that, that's Ronald McDonald, who is the Chief Civilian Director at the Independent Investigations Office, saying they need help. They need more support. They need more money. They need to be able to recruit more employees to do the very important oversight work that they do. If not for the work of their office, there wouldn't have been uh, the work done on the Culver case, which resulted in charges being laid against RCMP officers in that death. So it's such important work there. Uh, We'll get more reaction to that if you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.